welcome to a brand new podcast. This is Everything with Everett, a podcast dedicated to hosting important conversations. Everything with Everett is hosted by Everett McConaughey from Boise, Idaho. Everett is an Idaho native who is ready to share his thoughts and observations on a wide variety of subjects. Politics, science, faith, religion, technology, and so much in between. How did we get here? What can we learn from each other? How can we put the past into a healthy conversation that helps us grow tomorrow? This is Everything with Everett, a conversation worth having. Hey, so glad that you could join me today. I'd like to lighten up the mood this week and every week in the month of December. So I'm going to play some full-length holiday music, obviously stuff that I can share without having to buy a license. But I hope you enjoy, sit back, relax, and I'll be with you on the other side. everybody. Welcome to another week. Everything with Everett. I am Everett McConaughey coming to you from Boise, Idaho. If you are watching the YouTube version or listening to on, listen to the audio, audio version on many platforms, happy that you are joining me today. Um, I hope everything is going well for you. How's your week been? What are your thoughts? What do you have that uh, brings you joy and happiness? What would you like to maybe discuss? If you'd like, you can uh, drop me a message, text, voicemail, whatever you'd like. 208-391-2808. Give me a call, let me know your thoughts, and I'd be happy to share with our audience. So this week, I have something that I... uh, Two things that I wanted to share. One is a passage called Leaving the City of Regret. It is a, I don't want to call it a poem. It's it's a very inspirational piece. It's written by a person by the name of Larry Harp. I don't know that person, but a friend of mine who's an author, Joan Endicott, shared it. And I found it very thought-provoking and worth sharing. I'm also going to share a five-minute, well, four or five-minute 
a video of a St. Luke's nurse from Meridian, Idaho, that was interviewed by ABC News. And this was before Thanksgiving, so before the current surge of numbers. But she is in the video sharing her experience with patients and kind of the situation around the COVID. Um, I don't want to share that as, you know, kind of like a, a Debbie Downer type of situation, but um, I think it's important to hear the voices of our frontline workers, uh, the nurses, the people that we really would be in a world of hurt if we didn't have. So I think it's important to share her perspective. Um, it's not, again, not new by any means, but um, I've been sitting on it for a little while and I don't want to get too much further out before I'm able to share it. So I'd like to share that with you. So for starters, this is the passage that I was just telling you about. It is called Leaving the City of No Regret. Here we go. I had not really planned on taking a trip this time of year, and yet I found myself packing rather hurriedly. This trip was going to be unpleasant, and I knew in advance that no that no real good would come of it. I'm talking about my annual guilt trip. I got tickets to fly there on wish. I <laughs> sorry. I got tickets to fly there on wish I had airlines. It was an extremely short flight. I got my baggage, which I could not check. I chose to carry it myself all the way. It was weighted down with a thousand memories of what might have been. No one greeted me as I entered the terminal to the Regret City International Airport. I saw international I say international because people from all over the world come to this dismal town. As I checked into the Last Resort Hotel, I noticed that they would be hosting the year's most important event, the annual pity party. I wasn't going to miss that great social occasion. Many of the town's leading citizens would be there. First, there would be the Dunn family, you know, should have, would have, and could have. Then came the I Had family. You probably know Old Wish and his clan. <clears throat> of course the opportunities would be present, missed and lost. The biggest family would be the Yesterdays. There are far too many of them to count. But each one would have a sad story to share. Then Shattered Dreams would surely make an appearance, and it's their fault would regale us with stories, uh, excuses, about how things had failed in his life. And each story would be loudly applauded by Don't Blame Me and I Couldn't Help It. Well, to make a long story short, I went to this depressing party, knowing that there would be no real benefit in doing so. And, as usual... I became very depressed. But as I thought about all of the stories of failures brought back from the past, it occurred to me that all of this trip and subsequent pity party could be canceled by me. I started to truly realize 
that I did not have to be there. I didn't have to be depressed. One thing kept going through my mind. I can't change yesterday, but I do have the power to make today a wonderful day. I can be happy, joyous, fulfilled, encouraged, as well as encouraging. Knowing this, I left the city of regret, immediately, and left no forwarding address. I am sorry for mistakes I've made in the past, yes, but there is no physical way to undo them. So if you're planning to take a trip back to the city of regret, please cancel your reservations now. Instead, take a trip to a place called Starting Again. I liked it so much that I have now taken up permanent residence there. My neighbors, the I Forgive Myself and the New Starts, are so very helpful. By the way, you don't have to carry around heavy baggage because the load is lifted from your shoulders upon arrival. God bless you in finding this great town. If you can find it, if you, if you can find it, it's in your own heart. Please look me up. I live on I Can Do It Street. That is Leaving the City of Regret by a gentleman named Larry Harp. And now for this week's Christmas music. What's your podcast story? First, start with some gear that you already have and a quiet space. Then, register for Buzzsprout. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, 
detailed analytics to see how and where people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and so much more. If you're wanting to upgrade your equipment, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Click the link in the show notes and let Buzzsprout know Everett sent you. You'll get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and you'll help support this show. It's pretty exhausting, you know, it's a lot of dealing with like the loneliness factor of patients not having family be able to be here and, you know, there's really no cure for COVID. We can only support people, you know, as they try to fight the virus by giving them extra oxygen, maybe putting them on the ventilator or trying antivirals. Um, But the only, the unfortunate thing is that a lot of these people just need time, and a lot of the times we don't have good outcomes, and that can be really hard because you get attached to the people. Um, one day, you know, they're writing on the whiteboard, giving you the thumbs up, and then maybe a week later they need to be paralyzed, and, you know, you just see their muscles wasting away, and it can it's just really hard. And everyone's saying it's the year of the nurse, you know, healthcare heroes. And the thing is that we can all be heroes just by doing one little thing. And that's just wearing a mask and keeping our six feet. And I, I don't want things to be shut down. I miss my friends. I miss my family. My family lives 2,700 miles away and I haven't seen them. And I don't know when I'm going to be able to see them again. Um, and so I get it. But... This is something that we should feel empowered to do because it's easy and it can save so many lives. So if you care about your family, your neighbor, um, you know, people you don't even know, it just makes such a huge difference and it's so simple. So my mom got it in March and at first she just had a headache, nausea, vomiting, couldn't eat. So we sent her to the hospital ended up sending her home after they gave her some fluids but that night her her oxygen dropped to like to the 70s and she wasn't really making any sense so she had to go back to the hospital they admitted her she was in the step down unit and um it was really hard sorry it was so scary because being an ICU nurse and feeling helpless like you can't even help your own family member Sorry. Um, it's just terrifying. Um, keeping my phone on high volume, waiting for the phone call that she was going to need to be intubated. Um, reading the notes here of patients having less than a 50% chance of survival. And knowing that, it was really difficult. Um, And then taking care of my own COVID patients. And then her third day into the hospital admission, I did get a phone call around 5 in the morning from the nurse. And she was in the room. And I could hear the oxygen blowing and blowing. And she wasn't doing well. So um, she urged me to talk to my mom on the phone, knowing that it might be the last time that anyone got to hear her voice. Um which was hard. I tried not to cry. I put on a brave face for her because I didn't want her to know how scared I was. 
and um, and then I didn't hear from her for eight days. And it's just you keep thinking in your mind, did I say enough? Did she know that I love her? Like, uh, it's hard to say what that feels like. Lucky for me, my mom ended up getting better, and but it took her about probably four to five months to recover. I've had patients as young as 19 um, and as old as over 90, and doesn't really seem... I mean, the older you are, maybe the more comorbidities you might have, and, you know, that can add to your hospital outcome. You know, that's true of any illness. But I think um, I've also had people, like, 30s, 40s, you know, come in, no pre-existing conditions, and not make it. Just wear your mask. It's the simplest thing you can do, and... As I said earlier, it's you have the chance to be a hero every day just by doing that one thing. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, pardon the interruption. I know you were really listening intensely to this episode. My apologies, but I'd like to take a moment to let you know that there are other people who love this podcast as much as you and like hearing some really cool, interesting topics and discussions. And if you have a brand, product, maybe you have a podcast yourself, if you would like to advertise in this podcast, either a pre-roll at the beginning of an episode, in the middle, just like you're hearing right now, or at the end of podcast episodes, please let me know. I would love to help you connect with the listeners just like yourself with whatever it is you would like to get uh, to their ears. Just email advertising at everettpodcast.com. Again, pardon the interruption. I will get you right back to this episode that you're listening to. Thanks. I just get so like my heart just gets tugged out every time when I hear her like starts to her voice cracks like talking about her mom and there was something I saw this last week that said that they kind of wonder if a lot of these patients that are passing obviously the you know the virus can overtake them and there's so many factors it's they might just not have the strengthen their body to fight it um so it it could be that but then there was also this theory that maybe some of these patients were also passing because they weren't able to have visitors and that's something that we're not used to like you know when someone's in the hospital you the family posts a vigil and is there throughout their time until they either get better or they don't and i think anyway this thing that that got shared said that they wonder if people are more susceptible to passing due to the fact that they're not seeing family members and not getting that interaction. So basically they're just kind of lonely, um, in the hospitals, which is hard, especially as you know, you can hear in her voice that it was hard even with like, she knew a lot more than just the average daughter would, um, just cause of her profession. And, when her mom got the virus and was in such a bad situation, you know, she didn't want to discourage her mom by any means with the reality of 
what was potentially going to happen. But that's hard. Anyway, I just thought that that was something worth sharing. That if by chance I have anyone listening who thinks this is a hoax, doesn't like wearing a mask because you have rights, um, I don't think that from what I've put out into the world on this podcast and my other platforms for my regular audience people, um, I don't think that I have many people that think this is a hoax that are at least very close to me. Um, but hopefully, you know, hearing her story will inspire you to have that conversation with somebody who maybe thinks that way and let them know that, you know what, you do have rights and, and it's okay to acknowledge that life right now is not normal, not comfortable. You know, we, it's okay to deal with your feelings on these situations, but you know, is your right to get a haircut the right to kill somebody because you're going to expose them to COVID or force them to be at work when they really probably shouldn't be. So it's just kind of disheartening to see all the COVID deaths and everything. Well, let's look up the COVID numbers while we're on that discussion. Um, I don't know if this is the, oh my God. Every time I look at this, the national numbers, I swear it jumps like 20,000 people almost every week. Um, so Idaho is showing 112,000 cases, showing 1,062 deaths. We were at 1,014 last week. Um, so we've had about 50 deaths in the past week. In the United States, there are 15... Point one million cases and a total of 285,000 deaths. That's as of right now at 5.35 p.m. on December 8th, 2020. Worldwide, there are an estimated 68 million cases and 1.55 million deaths. I'm sure that both of those numbers are larger, especially with the countries that want to appear that they have it under control or are not the greatest about reporting facts to the outside world for whatever reason. Um, let's see how much time we got. Eight minutes. So another quote that I wanted to share, uh, a friend shared this the other day on Facebook as well. <clears throat> this is a quote written by Alan de, de Botton, B-O-T-T-O-N, Alan de Botton, like button, only Botton, B-O. Okay, it says, the emotionally intelligent person knows that love is a skill, not a feeling, and will require trust, vulnerability, generosity, humor, sexual understanding, and selective resignation. The emotionally intelligent person awards themselves the time to determine what gives their working life meaning and has the confidence and tenacity to try to find the accommodation between their inner priorities and their demands of the world. Again, that is by Alan de Botton. 
quite intuitive. Well, not intuitive. I guess, uh, I don't know what the word. Inspirational. Hit the nail on the hammer, so to speak. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on things? Let me know. 208-899. Oh my God, I almost gave you my cell phone number. My bad. 208-391-2808. I hope I didn't give that earlier. 2808 is the number you should be texting or calling. It does go to my cell phone, but it's not my cell phone number. Anyway, or you can also check out everettmcconaughey.com. Be sure to check out the YouTube version. It has the videos of everything that's going on. My wonderful little face over here. As well as everything else. So... Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to share right now. Let's go ahead and uh, throw it to some more music while we wait for the end of the podcast. Again, I appreciate your hanging out with me. Thank you for subscribing, following, and otherwise inviting me into your space today, wherever we are. I hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Join the conversation anytime. Call or text 208-391-2808. Also, you can connect on Twitter. Look for at Everett Podcast. Listen to all available episodes of Everything with Everett, as well as find out where to subscribe. More information at everettmcconaughey.com forward slash podcast. <laughs>